We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have Game 1 Breakdown. We're going to break down on the Chicago Bears' offense and also their defense and look at some weaknesses the Detroit Lions can attack this Sunday, all on episode 123 of the Pride Podcast podcast blue wire touchdown the truck lions turns gives to eckler he tries to go up and up oh, the lions have got it they took it away oh how big is that looks looks lows lows deep middle Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 123 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by NFL DirecTV NFL Sunday Ticket. And Malcolm, you're going to have to pull out the NFL Sunday Ticket this week because it's valid now and we have NFL action, which is amazing. So we got the Lions and Bears, but before we get into that, my boys, how you guys doing? Woo! I'm hype, bro. Football's back. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Week one is here. We got the Thursday night football game tomorrow on the time of this recording on Wednesday night. We got the Texans and Chiefs. That's going to be a hell of a game to watch. Patrick Mahomes is going against uh, Deshaun Watson. I'm excited for that. But obviously, I'm more excited about this Sunday. You know, we got the Lions and Bears. Week one, Ford Field, obviously with no fans in the stadiums. But it's going to be a fun game. But before we get into the breakdown on the Bears offense and the Bears defense and, you know, how the Lions match up against that, let's talk about the injury report because we haven't done one of these in forever and we get to talk about injury report. But, the Malcolm, the cue is yours. Talk about the Bears injury report. Who's on there? Any key significant guys or uh, are they looking pretty healthy? What is it? 
All right, guys. So we have Wednesday's injury report for the Chicago Bears, and it is looking like there's some big names on here. The starters, we have Robert Quinn, their new outside linebacker. He is he has an ankle injury, and he did not participate in practice. We also have their beast, Khalil Mack. He has a knee injury. He was limited today. David Montgomery, he's dealing with a groin injury. He was also limited today. Quiddell Patterson, who actually made a switch from wide receiver to a running back. He is dealing with a knee injury, and he was also limited today. I'm Jason Spring. Knee injury, and he was also limited. And Javon Wims, his Achilles, he had an Achilles injury. He was also limited, and that looks like that was it. All right, so okay, only one guy missed practice, I believe, and that was Robert Quinn, who was their big free agent signing from Dallas this year. And then David Montgomery, you know, who's a guy that was expected to miss a couple weeks, is you know already back on the practice field, limited action, and now it's looking like he potentially could play as early as this Sunday. So. That's definitely something to monitor. You know, that was something that, you know, Bears fans and NFL fans in general were just assuming that he'd be out for a couple of weeks. But I guess he's progressing a lot quicker than usual. So um, I guess that is something to monitor for this Sunday. Uh, Pierre, what about the Lions injury report? All right. So the Lions had two players that did not participate. Hunter Bryant and CJ Moore both are dealing with a hamstring injury. And then all these guys were limited. Danny Amendola with a hamstring. Kenny Galladay with a hamstring. Deshaun Hand with a groin. Julian O'Quara with the knee injury, Daryl Roberts with the groin injury, DeAndre Swift with a hip injury, and Big V with the foot injury. Um, I don't know necessarily these are uh, major injuries. We'll just have to monitor them as the week goes. But looks like they should be good to go for the most part, except the two guys. We'll see. Yeah, no, that's something. It, it's gonna be interesting to watch out for. Same with the the bear side of the ball too. You know, it's right. gonna be interesting to monitor to see if you know these guys end up actually missing the game. You know, when they you know get in the territory when they're not participating, that's when you start to really monitor and see if that's right. actually gonna happen. So, Robert Quinn's actually concerned, maybe not to play. And then obviously, like I mentioned, David Montgomery. You know, that's just something to monitor because he was expected to miss. So, um, we'll see on Sunday, but. I agree. The Lions, you know, look pretty healthy going into week one. I think they're just playing it pretty cautious right now, playing it pretty safe right now with these guys. They don't want to, you know, do anything significant, you know, obviously before the season. So um, that's what it seems like at least right now. And like for all the fans freaking out, I just kind of like looked at like like the other team's injury reports. A lot of injury reports are lengthy. Could be soreness. Could be teams just being cautious with their guys. So we'll just monitor our guys though. We'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Especially in this type of year, man, in the COVID right. type, you know, in the COVID type season, you know, you want to make sure you have all your guys, you know, your main guys at least. So that's huge this year. So uh, let's get into the Bears offense now. And this is one of the worst ranked offenses in the whole NFL in 2019. And, you know, they have all the memes, especially at that quarterback position, you know, with Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. Mitchell Trubisky is getting the nod to start this game week one after even trading for a guy like Nick Foles. Uh, before we get into this Bears offense, what's your guys' thoughts on that? I think it's pretty exciting that we're going to be facing Mitch Trubisky again. And, you know, he I know he's got that 2-2 two and two record versus us, but or it might be better than that, but... I know he's, he's got a pretty solid record versus, and he played actually pretty solid versus. But I'm excited, man, to get another nod at Mitch Trubisky. I want I want to get at his ass, man. I want to I want to make him embarrassed. I want to embarrass Mitch Trubisky this week. Yeah, I'm with you, Tyler. I'm just like tired of losing to him. Every time he plays us, he looks like he's like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. We're just trying to like get some picks, rattle him a little. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I know. I'm glad he got this nod, honestly, over um, Nick Foles. Uh, I'm excited. How long he gets this nod for, I don't know. I mean, apparently he he says he feels confident, but, I mean, what is he going to say? He's not confident, so um, we'll see how long it lasts. I mean, maybe Mitch Trubisky is a different guy, but we get the first look of him. Um, I, I'm not a believer in it, but what about you, Malcolm? What's your thoughts on Mitch starting it, week one? Oh, man. It's funny because... um. 
I was listening to a lot of the interviews and a lot of the, the, the training camp stories and pretty much the whole scrimmage and the battle in Chicago. I actually tuned in. I went on their YouTube and I just tuned in. And believe it or not, they seemed pretty confident in him. The team seemed confident in him. They felt like he actually won that competition fair and square. And they're, the way they made it seem like that they may seem like he won by a, wide, by a wide margin. So according to them, then what they're believing in is that they believe he's a much better quarterback than he was last year. Yeah. Is it true? Yeah. I it, don't know. Yeah. We'll <laughs> I mean, see about that. We'll see about that. But they're saying his footwork is improved in the pocket. His decision-making is better, and he's getting more accurate. That's what they're saying. Can now, you throw it to the left? They didn't mention anything <laughs> about him throwing any ball. <laughs> To the left, okay, <laughs> but <laughs> this is like this is like the same situation as last year, though. I mean, he, yeah. you know, different circumstances because there was no preseason, but he didn't play another preseason game this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not too really worried about the history of Mitch Trubisky and the Lions. I no. mean, if you look at the last four games, and I just want everybody to pay attention to when we played the Chicago Bears. Every time we played the Chicago Bears in the past two years, it's been late in the season. To 2018, we played them when we were, our record was like three, three, six and and one. Three, six and one after the Panthers game. Three, six and one. Detroit Lions was already out of it. They played that game like they're already out of it, and then they played them again later on in that season when they're already out of it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm looking at the Bears and they played us four times. The last four times they played us late in the season when the Detroit Lions were already out of was already out of everything. Kind of. Um, I mean, the 2018 Thanksgiving game they were. I mean, like, had some hope after the Panthers game, but, I mean, it was far. <laughs> I, I don't know. But the thing is, we got them early this year. We're fresh. There's no injuries. They're going to get a healthy Matthew Stafford. They're going to get a healthy team. So I'm not really worried about what they did to us in the past. The past is, is a pass to me. I agree, man. And this offense has never scared me, even when we weren't that good and, like, we were playing them. And you look back, even, like, uh, last year when we played them in Chicago, I mean, what, they scored 20 points versus us? I mean, they looked okay, but they didn't weren't moving the ball, like, Great. I mean, and our defense was awful last year, too. And I'm not saying this defense is much better than last year, but I think it's better. I think it's an improvement off last year. And, um, you know, you got Matthew Stafford this this time around. So that's obviously a lot different. So I don't know, man. I, I'm This offense just does not scare me. You look through the roster. Uh, it's yeah. just like I think this is being generous of saying it's mediocre, but I don't even think it's mediocre. It, it looks like a bottom-tier offense again, and I'm not sure even sound like a, a slabby right now or you know some Kool-Aid guy. I mean, this Bears offense is just not good. Speaking yeah. of that Bears offense, let's get into it. Ready? Yeah, go for it. That's All right. So at quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, obviously he's not, like, he's not a good passer, but he could still move the lines. He to like set the edge as well against him. At running back, we talked about Montgomery. He's their number one. He's hurt. Then they have Cohen. He could receive out of the backfield. Then Cordero Patterson, more like a gadget guy. And Nall, my fantasy team up, by the way, Tariq Cohen. Last I year. believe Ryan Nall is his name, right? Nall? Yeah. Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah he's yeah, more Ryan of a big Nall. back. At wide receiver, obviously Allen Robinson. I mean, he's their number one guy. He had uh, 1147 yards last year along with seven touchdowns. Their number two and number three wide receivers, uh, Ted Ginn and Anthony Miller. Not all that, to be honest. Ted Ginn's like a Miller. speedster. Miller's solid. Yeah, Miller's all right. Last year, he had 656 yards and two touchdowns. He's all right. He's um, their backups, Javon Wims, Malcolm mentioned the injury report. Darnell Mooney, their fifth-round pick. He's really fast. 4-3-8 speed. Riley Ridley, he's last on the depth track. Kind of looks like a bust right now. We'll see with him, though. At tight end, they got Malcolm's boy, Jimmy Graham. No, I'm That's Malcolm's boy? Yeah. What's <laughs> 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 my boy? <laughs> I'm messing with you, bro. Jimmy G. 
He had last year with the Packers, he had 38 receptions, 447 yards, and three touchdowns. And then their number two our tight end is Cole Komet. He was their second round pick. Um, he's impressed in camp from what I've read. And then Demetrius Harris is their third. And then they got like a fourth and fifth, J.R. Holtz, Holtz and Eric Saubert. So you know, those, are their, those are their like pass catchers and weapons. Not really like... No one that really scares you, maybe Robinson. Robinson scares you. He's good. Robinson scares you, you know, yeah. Um, I think Tracy could take Jimmy Graham, but but let's get into the old line, and we'll talk about matchups. Uh, starting at left tackle is Charles Leno Jr. He's a solid pass blocker, awful run blocker. He allowed five sacks last year, had 13 penalties, and allowed 40 pressures. At left guard is James Daniels, solid guard, solid in both pass and run blocking. Allowed a sack last year, had four penalties, and allowed 20 pressures. Then at center, they have Cody Reyers, an above-average center. He had he allowed three sacks. He had four penalties and 19 pressures. And then at right guard, I mean, this is really like, this is where the Lions should take advantage of. Uh, it's Jermaine Effetti. Did I say his name right, Tyler? Effetti? Yeah, Ray this Cotty? is the guy from Seattle, right? Yeah, he was from Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I believe he played tackle for Seattle, but he also played guard, and Chicago's and played guard. I mean, he had he allowed six sacks. He had 13 penalties and 50 pressures. So, I mean, 50 pressures is a lot. Yeah. And then the, the right tackle, he's solid. Uh, Bobby Massey, solid in pass protection. He's not the best run blocker. He'll have two sacks. He allowed two sacks, three penalties, and 21 pressures. So, even their, like, O-line, average, below average, kind of. Like, nothing, like, really that, like, oh, shit, like, we're playing, like, a really good O-lineman. Nothing really like that. No. And there's not that one stud on the O-line either. It's not like you just look at that roster, you're like, oh, you got to look out for him. But, I mean, they're solid. They got some guys out there, you know. Yeah, it's solid. Besides, you know, obviously the right guard situation. But, uh, I mean, their offense in general, man, it just... I think we match up very well with them. You know, I don't think our defense yeah. is great, but I think we match up pretty well. Like you mentioned in the run game, you know, Danny Shelton's a solid nose tackle, maybe an above average nose tackle. I think he could, you know, this is a good matchup for him. And then you look at the wide receivers. I mean, the only guy that I could see maybe being a mismatch, and that's like if the O-line's given a protection and Mitch is on his game, is maybe Allen Robinson on Desmond Trufant. I think that's obviously the Bears' way, but... I mean, every other matchup, I'm, I mean, you got to go the Lions way, right? Right. And I mean, even like Desmond Trufant, like one thing, are they going to shadow? Like, is Desmond going to shadow? Or are they just keep him on the left and the right side? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm going to watch he's it. Not, he's, not he's not shadowing. You think so? I, I mean, I don't know yet. I don't I don't think so. You don't think I mean, they'll they, shadow? They, they have, right now, we have the depth to play guys straight up. Right. Why would you shadow guys and kind of give give an idea of to let guys know if you're playing man or playing zone? Yeah, and we don't have that true number one guy either. Like we, it's not we like we have, have that. We don't have that yeah, Darius Slay anymore. It's I mean Desmond yeah, Trufant's good, but you know he's not Darius Slay. Yeah. He's good. I think I think we're solid. We're solid all around. Just play by straight up and just call it a day. I agree. You line up on your side, and whatever happens happens. Yeah, I think the one guy that will probably shadow guys like Jimmy Graham or Cole Komet, whoever's like. I mean, I think Tracy Walker will shut one of those guys down, and then. Uh, Jamie Collins probably on Tariq Cohen or Cordero Patterson, depending on what they do there, like out of the backfield with coverage wise. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that worries me right now with their offense is their tight end group. Really? And, and yeah, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Graham uh, scares you. Jim, Jim, Jimmy not not scares me, <laughs> but when I when I was looking at their scrimmages, I was seeing them getting a lot of balls. I'm talking about Cole Clement and and Jimmy G. They're, yeah, they're probably in majority of their highlights was those two. <laughs> I'll get into why later on defense why that happened because I'm expecting someone to have a big game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, Cole Clement. I mean, we don't know what he's going to be yet. He's obviously a rookie. We don't. We but, don't exactly. He's a, he's a rookie. But Jimmy I mean, Graham. Jimmy Graham is washed, dude. <laughs> he's washed. He's been washed. He, he, he is. He is. 
But I mean, I, those are guys we can't just we can't just you know forget. You know, oh, right? no, you, no. Got, you can never do that with any matchup. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm talking about compared to the wide receiving core, like Ted Ginn Jr. I mean, like I don't see a real threat here. No, I agree. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I, like I'm saying, like I'm not even big on this Lions defense this year. I think they're they got a lot to prove, obviously. But uh, exactly. But I, th- I think I think we're jumping the gun too. too I think we're jumping the gun I agree. too high. I, I think the one, <laughs> with, with this defense no, because no, no, already no. The def- talking that we're gonna shut them down. No, no, no so. I know, I know. The defense has a lot to prove. Obviously, I'm not saying yeah. this is a, a guaranteed. This Lions defense is gonna stop them. I'm not saying that one bit. But if the Lions defense is gonna start off to a good start, I think this is the perfect matchup for them. It is. It is a good test because I think their their offensive line is very average. It's meh. It's meh. So if we get no pressure on this offensive line, if we don't get Mitch Kubitschke running around in, in that backfield because he's being chased by a linebacker or somebody, if we don't put no pressure on him with this offensive line, I'm going to be worried. I'm going to be worried going forward. Right. I'm with you, bro. I think they should uh, they should just kind of load up on that right side, like kind of like just give Jermaine Ifedi, uh or Ifedi, I don't know how to say his last name. Give him some, like, trouble. Maybe put, like, hand on him or Nick Wood. Like, just kind of move around, guys, too, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is the best matchup the Lions could ask for on for yeah, the defensive side of the ball to start the season. This could get the confidence up if they play well. But yeah. if they don't play well, I mean, I know it will be week one, but... It's going to already raise eyebrows. Like, it's going to be, like, concerning. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. concerning, like, this defense is going to suck completely, but it's going to need to raise some eyebrows, you know? Like, is this defense really improved? I mean, they have to they have to do a good job on this Bears offense because this Bears offense on paper is not very good. It's not. I'm with you. So, so how many, how many, I mean, like, what, what's your expectations? Like, as far as if you're thinking, like, all right, if the Lions have three sacks on the Bears – I'm comfortable going for like that's like, positive. Is there a yeah. number? Is there a number that you're looking for that? All right, we gotta at least pressure him and at least get three sacks. Honestly, I don't really care about the sack numbers. I just want to like force Trubisky into like bad throws, kind of like just rattle him. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I agree. If we're watching the game and Mitch Trubisky's under pressure a lot of the time and the yeah. Lions only have one sack, I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, they have zero sacks. Like, I just want him to like get Trubisky. Like, I mean, he's rarely on his game, but I just want him like to rattle him, like. Make him think like they're a ghost, you know, like just like Sam Darnold. Yeah, <laughs> destroy make, make it. it. Not make it not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, if they you know just pressure him obviously, and he looks uncomfortable, and the lines in the stat sheet only have one sack, let's say hypothetically, I'm okay with that. I mean, I just got to watch the game. Obviously, I'm not going to look at just what the stat sheet tells me. Yeah. Okay. But if well, there's a number, I mean, I mean, three would be great. Three would be great. <laughs> We're going by I numbers. Mean, the only reason why I'm saying this is because their offensive line is not good. So I mean, like I'm, I'm hoping that we're at least be able to get pressure and at least be able to get to him, you know. Yeah. And, and if you, even if we can't get to him, pressure him, make him make bad throws, force turnovers, and then I could say, oh, you know, maybe our defense is fixed from last year. Yeah. You know that that's what I'm, that's what I want to see is is our defense fixed from last year because last year was an utter disaster. <laughs> I also I also want to put caution though. Let's say the Lions defense looks, you know, let's say it looks Phenomenal? okay. Let's say it looks okay. I'm not gonna fully ride this boat and say this defense is gonna be great or good. No, not great. But we could. I mean, will you be able to say that they're making strides from last year to this year? Yes, 100%. I mean they've made Mr. Bisky look 100%, like an MVP. Hundred percent. I I just don't think. I mean, I honestly don't think it's physically possible to get worse than last year. Yeah, the hell he can. <laughs> you think so? I don't think if so. Guys are, if guys start falling off like like hotcakes. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't think it could worse. I think it could be similar, but not worse. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Like every time we play Trubisky, he looks like an MVP quarterback against us. Like, I, if, if they could I, like 
I wouldn't say that because I think if I can remember last time we played against him, the last game we played against him, he was like one for nine on third down. I'm just saying, like in general, he always like plays a lot better. He plays well, like, he plays his he, best football he, against the Lions. Let's he put does. It that I mean, way. Everybody played their best football against us last year, <laughs> right? And then who didn't, who didn't also, play their best uh, football? Huh? I said, who hasn't played their best football against us last year? I have no idea. It's a good question. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, though, like Umblin, uh played kind of against this offense in Philadelphia. Nagy runs a similar scheme than what Peterson runs, so Umblin might like might have an idea of how to stop him. You know, he practices against that defense all the time in Philly, so that's something also that could be an edge for Detroit. Yeah, what? It's, it's Mr. Bisky. Just pressure him. Yeah, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. Look, it's easier said than done with the Lions. Like, I mean, we thought last year, like, it didn't go as well. We thought the D line was going to be amazing. It was one of the worst D lines. That's what I'm saying. I don't think this D line is great. I just think this is a very good match for the Detroit Lions, though. Yeah, I think it's a good matchup too. We'll we'll see. You know, I mean, they they could come out and have like five sacks, or they come out and have zero sacks. We'll, We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked either way, honestly. I'll tell you that. All right, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get into this this uh, Detroit Lions offense versus Chicago Bears defense, and we'll be right back. Yep. You've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you your food, your craving, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with new contactless delivery drop-off settings. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and Cheesecake Factory. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spots, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fee on your first order of $15 or more when you download DoorDash and enter promo code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fee off your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter promo code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget... That's cold blue wire for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back to the NFL with NFL Sunny TV. You can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels so you never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSunnyTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Just use promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSunnyTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And from personal experience, you know, me living in South Florida, the only way I can catch my Lions games is with the NFL Sunday Ticket. So definitely make sure you head over to NFLSunnyTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE to save 15% off your subscription. 
Alright guys, we are back to talk about the Detroit Lions offense versus Chicago Bears defense. Pierre, you want to go ahead and break down some of the guys that got starting against this week? Yeah, okay, so uh, obviously their, their best player and probably one of the best pass rushers in the NFL, Cleo Mack. Last year, eight and a half sacks, but he still has 70 pressures. In my notes, I have dog, D-A-W-G. He's a dog. He could destroy a game plan. Their other edge guy is Robert Quinn. They got him from the Cowboys. He had 11 and a half sacks last year, 57 pressures. Look, he doesn't set the edge well, though. So if he plays, and like I'm Detroit, I'd run at him. He's not good at setting the edge. They're, they're backup guys. Like if Robert Quinn can go, they got a couple listed. I don't know who will start. Uh, Roy Robertson, he's a good run defender. They got Barkevius Mingo, the bust. And then they got Mario Edwards from the Saints. And then they also have Travis Gibson, I believe. They drafted him in the fifth round this year. Their nose tackle, Bilal Nichols, he's starting because uh, Eddie Goldman opted out. He was a backup last year. He's not a good uh, he wasn't good last year. Akeem Hicks, he was hurt last year, but he's still really good. Uh, Roquan Smith had a really bad sophomore slump, sophomore year. For whatever reason, I'm expecting him to bounce back, though. He's a good linebacker. Tyler, what are your thoughts on him? Because me and you were, like, talking about him earlier. Roquan, yeah. I mean, he had a really tough year last year. He was dealing with some mental issues last year. I don't know what it is, but I think he's got more than the capability to bounce back and have be a very successful linebacker and not something I would forget about. I mean, just watch his rookie year. I think he can easily do that again, honestly, or similar to it. I, I mean, I think he's very good, man. I know he had a very tough year last year, but, I mean, I think he's going to be a successful linebacker still in this league. I think he's, he was still worth that top 10 pick that they got him at. Oh, yeah, go watch his Georgia tape. you like, wow, he was a dog at Georgia. Yeah. There are other, like, inside linebacker, uh, Danny Trebathian. He's, he's a south linebacker, like but he's not Trebathian. good in coverage. Like, he's, he's not a cover, cover guy, so, so if he's, like, matched up against someone, I'd try to take advantage of that. And then uh, their cornerbacks, Kyle Fuller. Like, their defense in general just had a down year last year. Fuller had three picks. He was targeted 99 times, but he allowed 67 receptions. Um, their other corner is it's a rookie, Jalen Johnson, who we liked in the draft process. We talked about him in our cornerback episodes. And then Buster Screen, he's their nickel. He was targeted 82 times. He allowed 54 receptions. I'm expecting Kyle Fuller to bounce back this year. I think he's a good corner. Their defense in general last year was like, Kind of like her and the guys were not just playing what they were supposed to play. Their safeties, Eddie Jackson. He also didn't have like the year they expected out of him last year. He only had two picks last year. He allowed 23 receptions on 42 targets. And then their strong safety, they actually signed him in free agency. He was battling with Deion Bush. He won the battle. He had three picks last year. He allowed 19 receptions on 26 targets. Malcolm, that is why the tight ends were balling because their strong safeties are can't cover. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that that, that makes sense, and that 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 Tayshawn Gibson. Hey, remember that, that? I remember when we had the the Bears guy on here. Yeah, Austin. That's his name, Tyler. Is it Austin? Yeah, Austin. And he, didn't he compare him and said that he was better than? He said Ha Ha Clan Dick. No, he didn't say Ha Ha Clan Dick. Oh he no, said, no, he said uh, Adrian Amos. Adrian, I was Adrian like, bro, Amos. you're high. I yeah. called him out. <laughs> I don't forget what I told him, but I called him out. I was like, what are you saying? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I, I, thought you, I remember the ha-ha Clint Dix. I'm like, yeah, you could make that comparison, but yeah, not no, almost. He's, a, he's, a, he's a better than almost. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, no way. Yeah, that was funny as hell. They're just pissed Ooh. he left. Like, dude, he's not Ooh. better. Um, This defense. Now, now, talk about this defense. Now, you're looking at this defense, and their linebackers automatically stand out to me. Yeah. Yeah, they have a really good linebacking core. Yep. I mean, from the from the middle, you got your outside linebackers. If that group takes over the game, we're gonna have a lot of problems offensively. Yeah, I'm expecting like a quick passing game, and if they like, if they want to go deep, they'll maybe like put a tight end to help or something or a back. Um, I I'd I, go at their like I'd I don't go, know. I'd go honestly. I'd go at their safeties and linebackers and coverage. 
the thing is because what do we those guys were there last year when we played them with was it Driscoll? David Blavitt. No, we played one game of each. One game of Driscoll. One game, one game of each. Blau. The first game. And both of them had good games. David Blau and Driscoll got, had good games. Yeah, I them. told you. Akeem Hicks was injured last year. Uh, Roquan Smith was not in his game. Akeem Hicks was honestly like Damon Snags Harrison effect, in my opinion. Like he's that big to that defense. He's yeah, bro, he's huge. He's a huge human being. He's really yeah. good. So I mean, I think yeah, I mean last year because of, he was missing was a trickle down to their entire defense. But they were still it's a top possible. ten defense in the NFL. Yeah, they they still was. I mean, yeah, they, I mean, got they got Cleo Mack. Mack. They got Cleo Mack. They had, I mean, Roquan Smith wasn't good, but, I mean, he's talented. Eddie Jackson's still a phenomenal safety. Kyle Fuller's one of the top corners in the league still. Yeah, both of them kind of had down years last year, too. But I'm expecting them to bounce back. I mean, these guys are talented guys. They're like, they're their dogs, you know? Yeah, and then they added Robert Quinn. I mean, I don't know if he's going to play this week, but that's another huge addition as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, if he's still missing practices or if he's... You know, limited all week. I don't know for the rest of the week. He yeah. didn't practice today. Yeah, I know that. So that, that's huge. Yeah, that's big. Yeah, I mean, I think they need at least one full to probably let him go. Yeah, I mean, because so we'll see. That's eleven we'll and a half see. sacks you're potentially taking out right there. I mean, that's eleven and a half sack guy right yeah. there. Fifty-seven yeah. pressures too. So yeah. So he's... so so we'll see. My question is, what do you see Detroit's plan on stopping Khalil Mack? You you can't stop him. You could limit him, right? You kind of could chip him, use a back, or use a tight end to help. You just kind of like he's like a guy. How do I say this? I mean, he's just a guy who's unstoppable. You kind of have to just, like, limit him. You can't completely stop him. Yeah, I mean, I think this is, without Eddie Goldman, I look at this, I look up the middle. I mean, maybe Detroit could take advantage of the run game if it gets going right. today. Or like, uh, on Sunday. <laughs> you know, you're going to make me cry, man. Don't, That's don't, possible, Don't say that, don't then, say that man. Yeah. Cause Matter of fact, say, say that again, Tyler. <laughs> but that's repeat the whole story. without Eddie Goldman and the you know the interior not looking <laughs> phenomenal. I think this is something the Lions could take maybe advantage of in the run game. Oh man, Malcolm needs some tissue. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That, that that brings tears. That brings tears to my to my eyes, man. Because you know how I feel about the running game, man. And we got AP, we got Carry On Swift might do some things. I don't know how much um, touches he's gonna get the first week, but. He, he's expected to get some touches, so Oscar, yeah. Bro. Well, both, oh, he's on IR. He's on IR, but man. Oh, my bad. Yeah, that's my fault. I meant <laughs> I'm, Ty Johnson. I, I, yeah, Ty Johnson. I mean, I'm just excited for this running game, and you are right. We can attack they that could, yeah, interior he... with our running game, and it, it brings joy to my heart to say that. I mean, Akeem Hicks is good, I see, Akeem Hicks is not a slab, though. I mean, I'm, I'm looking more the other way, like Bilal Nichols. Nichols side, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just got to ship the other way. That's what I'm saying. I'm not looking at Akeem Hicks like he's a screw up. Even no, if, Robert, if Robert Quinn plays, I mean he can't set the edge either. So you could also run it at him too if he's playing. Yeah, I actually really like this matchup for like an AP Kerryon Johnson type back just to run up the middle. You know, with yeah, that. I I do too. Power man. running game, huh? Yeah, I, I, I like I like the big bulky backs for this type of matchup. I also like to be honest. I like the DeAndre Swifts and the like. Uh, my bad, I'm DeAndre Swift and AP in the passing game. Hawkinson too. I, I like kind of like the Hawkinson's short and immediate nice game. Danny Amendola. I think like those guys like the. Short short pass intermediate passing game I, those guys are going to be involved because you got to get the ball out quick if you're stafford yeah i think roquan smith on deandre swift could be a phenomenal matchup to watch out for both ways oh, two georgia dogs going against each that's other that's huh? i mean that's a great matchup i mean both ways i'm not saying it favors either side i think it's a oh, great right. i think it's a great matchup both ways that's why i like the carry johnson matchup and the ap matchup really like a lot up that middle yeah oh man i can't wait i can't wait yeah yeah i'm with oh, you man I'd also go at the rookie Jalen Johnson, whoever's like whoever he's on, just go at him, see like how he is. See if the safety goes towards his side if he does. Yeah. Go at Fuller one on one. I'm kinda interested to see how they play that. See how much time I we have put, too. I, I will put Kenny Galladay on him all 
Dang. Does well, Fuller shadow? I mean, I forgot. No, no Fuller no. does not shadow. It does not shadow. Fuller does not thought, shadow. Okay. They play zone. They play like a sometime a high cover two. Yeah. Um, or they'll play a cover three sometime, but no, he does not shadow. No. No. But, but their yeah, safety helps um, a lot. He has and, really good And range. they have very good safeties in that position. Or at least yeah. in Eddie Jackson. Sean Gibson's like... I mean, he was yeah. battling with Deion Bush, so like he yeah. wasn't like guaranteed the job. Yeah, I know that. But Eddie Jackson's... You know, he's a top-notch safety, obviously. Yeah, and I could, I could see them giving a lot of help to the rookie side as well. And then because they don't play they don't play so much man coverage, it may not be that bad. Yep. We'll see, man. And Jalen's a good player, man. I mean, he was one of those guys, I think, that could have played right away as well. So I'm not surprised yeah, by this. Him. I liked him. I'm yeah, not surprised but... by this one bit. No, I really like the run game. And I like the match, the matchup you mentioned as well, TJ Hawkinson. You know, I mean, that's a good matchup as well. But, I mean, that's, that's going to be, you know, interesting as well. I'd really like carry on Johnson AP matchup. I think that's the best matchup the Lions could use this game. I think running up the middle with that weak side with no Eddie Goldman, I think we got to take advantage of that most definitely. For sure. So. All right, guys. Million dollar question. What's the million dollar question? Will we have a hundred yard rusher week one of the NFL season? Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm with Tyler. I think they're gonna split carries. It looks like they're gonna split carries. Yeah, I'm gonna say no on this. M- will the team have a hundred yards as a team? I mean, maybe. I hope. Yeah, I sure damn hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so no hundred yard rusher this game. No, I don't think we get a hundred yard rusher this game. I mean, I don't know what AP's role looks like right now too. That's gonna be interesting to see. <laughs> For some I mean, reason, I heard man. That, like, for some reason, I mean, I know I said in the last pod that I didn't expect him to have much carries, but man, I wouldn't be shocked if he's the starter for some reason. Yeah. Like, why is it? Why is it not shocking me if the starting lineup, Adrian Peterson out there? Well, like, why wouldn't you got to you got you got to counter that DeAndre Swift was dealing with the injury most of training camp, and that Carryon Johnson has had that knee brace on all the training camp, and still has that knee brace on for practice. He does. So. I think he's going to use that knee brace for, like, the rest of his career probably. I mean, his knees are just – his knee is now, like – I mean, he's been hurt a lot, bro. So, yeah, I mean, you could definitely see AP get in a pretty big role. So, AP, most likely – I wouldn't be shocked to see two running backs, like, on the field a lot. You know, maybe DeAndre Swift I mean, and we, AP. I, I think we are. We're going to see that, – that, we're going to see those packages with both running backs on the, on the field at the same time. I love and to. And then Agnew, too. And then with Agnew, Agnew. Yeah, with Agnew as well, maybe. And some Franklin of that. Agnew on a jet sweep. You know how – hey, Malcolm, you know how we were talking about, you know, if uh, DeAndre Swift goes down? Uh, yeah, don't say that. Yeah, you know how we were talking about Jamal Agnew on the Lions team website. They actually listed him as a yep. running back slash wide receiver. A running back slash wide receiver. Yep, I've seen that. So, so that's going to be interesting. So, yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of two running backs, you know, out there at the same time. That yeah. would be interesting. That would just kind of, like, confuse the defense. Let's say Swift and APR in there or, like, Swift and KJ. Or see, I, I, I've wanted this for the longest time. I, and I, think I have, too. And I think we've had the guys to do it, especially when we had, like, that Theo Riddick back in the day. You know, he was a you know phenomenal yeah. pass catcher, and then you could have used another guy, maybe, like, a Amir Abdullah at the time, but or carry on Johnson. Like, they've had this before, and they just never do it. So I'm hoping Daryl Belva could use it more this year, man. I mean, there's, like, so many, like, targets. It's like, going to be hard to get everyone involved. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's not a question, but... That's a good problem to have, though. No, yeah, it's, it's a great problem. <laughs> when you have too yeah. many targets, <laughs> the Bears wish right. they had that problem. Let's get into the predictions, bro. Prediction time. Let's do some predictions. All right, guys, here's for our prediction segment. All right, this has been a minute, man. Our prediction... And uh, you know what I'm excited for? I hope, you know, we don't have to call someone on the lines on this, but the oopsie doopsie ball of the week. I'm excited for that next episode, but. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Those are always fun. Those are always fun. I'm excited Holy. to get the music back. Yeah, I'm excited to get the music back to <laughs> Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into our predictions. Uh, I'll be keeping track of records on my phone, obviously, and then we're going to get you guys involved as well. So we're going to be posting 
on our Instagram story on the Pride Podcast on Instagram of you know who you guys selected that game. So it's gonna be a you know just a simple story post saying Lions versus Bears, and all you gotta do is click on who you think is gonna win, and we'll post those on Saturday. So um, we'll do that, and then we'll keep track of the record, obviously. So uh, stay tuned for that. But let's get into our predictions, and then we'll hear your guys' prediction on Saturday. So uh, Malcolm, who do you got winning this week, and uh, what's your bold prediction? All right, so I, I had the Lions winning 27-14. As far as bold prediction, I'm going to say AP in his first game as a Detroit Lion will get 100 yards rushing on the ground Okay. on 17 carries. That's bold. Now that's bold. He'll get 17 carries, 106 yards. Week one, his first week on the team, that's bold. Yeah, I'll give you that. So, <laughs> that's bold as hell. What about you, Pierre? What do you got? Um, my score is similar to Malcolm. I got 24-16 Lions. And my bold prediction is that Cleo Mack will have zero pressures. Wow, that's very bold as well. That's bold as hell. That's very bold. That's the point of these. Make them no, bold. Yeah, it is, it is. They it is. damn right. Yeah. Shit. If the EV does that, they need to give Taylor Decker another section. <laughs> 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 they need to pay him they pay him again. That's what they need to do. But damn, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I hope that happens. Okay. What do you have what do you have, Tyler? I'll go I'll go twenty one twenty one eighteen Lions in a close game. And as far as a bold prediction, I don't really think about this that much. I'll say I'll say our boy, Amani Awarie, gets interception this game. That's not bold. All right. He gets two interceptions this game. All right, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. No, that, 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 that. That's pretty bold. <laughs> Amani Awarie gets two interceptions week one. All right. Well, I'll damn, you, you, must, you must never want to see your boy uh, Jeff Okuda on the field then. <laughs> he'll take uh, he'll take true spot maybe. <laughs> One that's a that's a good situation. I don't care. I don't really care if Amani has two picks. I mean, are we gonna complain? No hell no. Oh, that's yeah, my okay. dog. That's right. I seen it happen. I seen I seen this happen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tell me twice. I'm just saying. Are we complaining? No, I love Amani, man. Come on. That's what I'm saying. Are we complaining? That's another good situation to have. So right. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll go. Amani Ori has two interceptions in this game on Mitch Trubisky. And on that note, that is a wrap to episode 123 of the Pride Podcast. Hope you guys all enjoyed. I'm excited, man. That was our first breakdown since a while because the last breakdowns that we did last year, like the last couple of games, those were not even fun. They were, they were just, <laughs> they were so boring. And sometimes like they were just downs. They, were just like, they weren't breakdowns. Yeah, they were just downs. We we're like, oh, we got four more games still left. We still have a whole another month, and uh, like that, that was not fun. So it's exciting, you know. We got a fresh new season. We're 500 right now, so it's been a while. So I'm excited. Let's go Lions, and see you guys later. All right, guys. Peace. All right, everybody. Make sure you head over to iTunes and Apple Apple Pod, and make sure to rate, subscribe, and make sure you leave a review. It's your boy, Malcolm, and I'm out. Peace. Forward down the field. Will the team that will not yield. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in in all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to teams players and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else you can get in their season opening bonuses today and start wagering on wins divisions and championship futures all day every day head to bet online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses don't forget to use promo code bluewire at betonline.ag that's bluewire all one word bet online your online sportsbook experts